Sammy got manly the other day, but paid for it all day yesterday. You were green yesterday and sick. Green? Better than white. You know, like ghostly white. And sweaty. Okay, yeah. so let everybody in on it in case they missed it. Uh, my neighbor, Cecil, has a Jeep, and he <laughs> invited me uh, over the weekend to go trail riding with him. And this is an organized trail ride. There, there are... I don't know if they're ten professionals, Jeeps? but there were about 10 Jeeps and a couple of guys who lead the ride and tell you, they guide you so that nobody can get hurt. You know, on this one, you turn this way, you turn that way. Okay. Be careful, do this and do that. And, and so are the Jeeps, do you take the tops off or is, it, is this like really woodsy, rugged or uh, is this? It depends on the person uh, because some of the people had tops off. We took our top off, the Jeep's top, not, you know. Yeah. Got it, got it, got it, got it. Uh, and some rode with so them you were on. being rugged. Okay. Yeah. And <laughs> you go and you down... And you come up, and you get jostled. It's left just and bouncy right. constantly. It's very, very bouncy. It's not what I expected it to be. I thought it would just be more fun and pretty. And, <laughs> and the thing is, in doing it, when we would go down and get thrown all over, it's fun. You know how I am when when I get when, like roller coasters. I laugh. You laugh the whole time, houses, Sam. I laugh. Yeah. To me, it's like. <laughs> And so I was laughing and giggling, and then I realized about halfway through it, I'm not feeling too well. Mm. And, you know, we t- we stopped about halfway through. I had the snack, but I was not feeling that well, and so I kind of was quiet. So you mean to tell me you were able to fly with the Blue Angels like you did? Like, And I know you got a little green with that, yeah. but you couldn't do a Jeep ride. Yeah, what's wrong with you? <laughs> and, you know, I made it, and I told, I told, I apologized to Cecil after. I was like, man, I had a blast doing this, but it just didn't leave my stomach feeling too well. What you know what? That? I think it's probably more fun to be the driver than it is the passenger. Totally. Yeah. I, I mean, driving the Jeep man over the hills, that's like me you know, doing the mountains a couple of years ago. Right. Awesome for you if you're behind the wheel. Probably uh-huh. not so great for the passenger. Murphy, that's true. I'd forgotten about mm-hmm. that. Yeah, anything. What? And it's funny. Once you your equilibrium is thrown off like that, Mm -hmm. it's very hard to get it back and it's very frustrating too because it's like i wanted to do this and it was fun it was literally fun doing and i think everybody should try doing are you kidding how many people have gone deep sea fishing and then like we're just oh yeah it's the same thing man that's why maybe you should put one of those things behind your ears you know or yeah right right Yeah. yeah i think you should keep doing like manly things with cecil and keep trying and just don't get bumped around again like that. all right let him see let him uh see if he'll let you drive next oh time. right Ooh. murphy i Ooh. think you have something else in common with producer bailey who we're slowly starting to get to know more and more yeah, we're like bonding at every curve here the first thing i found out about bailey is he's he and i have the exact same birthday yeah harry potter's birthday july 31st yeah, yeah. So we'll be celebrating that here in about eight weeks. At Hogwarts. close, yeah. Yeah. Okay, Bailey. Yes. I was asking you what you were doing the other day, and you were like, well, I bought some vinyl. Yeah, I I'm did. like, vinyl? <laughs> oh my yeah. gosh, Murphy loves vinyl. It's and really we- fun to collect. Yeah. Okay. It is, it's re- I mean, it's retro. It's coming back. I even heard somebody, I read an article the other day that cassettes are on the way back. No. Uh, I don't see it as no, the they, same way as vinyl, but you know. Uh, look, I'm not going to say that I don't have a cassette player at home. What? Maybe two. Bailey. Maybe a duplicator. Oh, oh no. Ooh. See? <laughs> well, you're going to be the cool one. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Uh, do you have something to play them on? Because Murphy still plays his vinyl, too, and it sounds yes. incredible. Yeah, I do. I have one, and I can plug it into my computer so it runs through my speakers and everything, and oh. you know, it, it sounds great. Ah, okay. uh, yes. Yeah. The old school USB turntable. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> Just like they used to make in the 70s. Huh? Exactly. Okay, here's the big question. You bought some new vinyl. 
where? Like, did you hit up like vintage so- shops or what? Yeah, I usually, usually I'll go to um, like antique stores because sometimes they they have them there. Totally. Um, but I went to our one of our local uh, vinyl shops nice. and I, I looked. At, well, I found okay, I found a couple of things, but the my most exciting finds were um, an album called "The Dude" by Quincy Jones. Oh yeah. 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 Oh, it's so good. It's got some it's got some good jams on it, I actually, think. Actually, you know what? I have boy, that's that is cool, Bailey, because I actually have that one on C D. Yeah. And that's not one I've pulled out very you know often, but there were some big hits like in the early eighties that came off of that album. Yeah. There's, yeah. It's worth another listen. This this other song called Bet You Wouldn't. I I love that. This song is I think it's really great. This is also Quincy? Yes. Yeah. I don't know if he's singing on this, but this I know he definitely he was produced producing it. with Michael Jackson around yeah. the same time. Like Yeah, I don't think Quincy ever sang on anything that he produced. I think he just Produced, mm. yeah. Just snapped his fingers, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Quincy doesn't have to say no. He Wowza. gets somebody else to do that for him. Um, <laughs> but the the other thing that I found was uh, uh, the official soundtrack from the Olympics in 1984 when they were held in Los Angeles. Oh yeah, remember it well while yeah. watching it. This oh, is, I know this. Yeah, that's the official fanfare by guess who? John Williams. John Williams. Yes, yeah. that's right. Sam. Very nice, cool, yeah. Bailey. Yeah, Bailey. Wow. You're just the most popular guy around here. <laughs> we should all come hang around his turntable this afternoon. Ah, uh, yeah. And listen. So you can never um, really predict the kind of things that your children will be interested in. And that's cool. That's actually the fun part to me about having kids. You can think that you know that your kids are going to be just like you. And they're not. They're their own beings. They're going to come into the world and find interest. And so you've got to help them dig into those. Right. I think. And so our Phoebe Murphy, our youngest, um, you know where I'm about the story I'm about to tell. I think you do anyway. The old soul that is Phoebe. Such an old soul. Mm -hmm. Like I really understand what that means now since I had her. Well, you know she loves to go to estate sales. Right. And just the other day she was like, Taylor's at work, dad's doing this. Can you and I go some she saw a sign for Uh an estate sale. I'm like, you know what? Why not? One-on-one time, right. estate sales. So we hit a few. So the first one, and, and I've noticed this the last few times we've gone. We walk into an, a home for an estate sale. She makes a beeline to the fine china, and it's specifically tea sets. Huh. Now, she does like to drink tea, yeah. and I have some of my grandmother's old china, which is certainly not anything expensive. It yeah. certainly is very... Well, Country Rose or something like that. And I have one really interesting set that I didn't intend on winding up with. Right. It's I cool. never even knew the story on this because I remember my grandmother had it in her house. Yeah. And then my mother, before she passed away, went up boxing it up and saying, hey, you know what? You should have this because you have a lot of Heidi, my grandmother's name, stuff. I'm like, okay. But it is a, it's a tea set that my grandfather brought back when he was on a tour of duty in World War II. Mm-hmm. I have no idea if this thing's worth anything or not, but it's very eastern It looking. probably That's is. Cool. It's got dragons on it. Does it have that beautiful. blue? No, no, no. It's okay. not the blue. Okay. It's more of a rusty colors uh-huh. with the dry. It's really gorgeous. I have it somewhere. Like we, we don't let the kids drink out of that one right. at all. It's too beautiful. Probably not microwave safe. Well, Phoebe, <laughs> lo- <laughs> please don't. Or don't even say that. Phoebe makes a beeline for the tea sets, but it yeah. specifically loves the ones that are just sort of Asian, you know, beautiful or whatever kind of a thing. Well, she did buy something. It wasn't an actual tea set, but something the other day called, and, it, and the lady selling it said it's Satsuma. I go home and Google. Uh-huh. This is Chinese. It's Chinese porcelain stuff, and some of it is worth a ton of money. Huh. And she got a set for two dollars. 
How much is it worth? I haven't found her set yet. Oh, uh, you know, and I'm sure, it, you know, it's probably just be careful about right exactly how you hype it up. Oh my gosh, this thing's worth two grand. It's, no, I'm just saying it she, probably would have been sold at a garage sale for that. Her yeah. taste is really kind of cool, actually. Yeah. I'll post nice. a picture of it for you, okay, in just a few minutes uh, on our Facebook page. Reach out to us anytime. You can inbox us on Facebook, post on our Facebook page. And speaking of that, by the way, if you go and like our page, you'll always get a notification when we go Facebook Live, hanging out. Okay, we're bringing the list back today. I have to tell you the story, Sam. Mm -hmm. Okay, the list being a friend of ours who recently got engaged. When he first started dating again, he decided, you know, I'm going to make a list of all the things I'm looking for. He made it, came up with 17 things. He found her, he dated her, and he's getting married. Yep. You made a list. You came up with 10 or 11, 12. Uh, 14 now. Things you're looking for. 14. So yeah. you're getting close to 17. Not that you, not that that's the no, goal. Yeah, there's no goal. Okay. My cousin Candace, who is one of my best friends in the world, she is going through a divorce and she reached out to me that, you know what? She does listen to our podcast every day. She said. She's the one. She's. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, Sam. Yeah. She decided to do it. And she wanted to send it to me. I guess we're, we're so close. Yeah. I think she just wanted... I said, it's not my business. You don't have to send it to me. She was like, no, I knew you were going to say that. She said, I want to know what you think about what I did. But she took she took it above and beyond. She did not just make a list. Mm-hmm. She actually listed out three things that are very important to her. And then def- there are things underneath it. Right. Meaning Describing. respect. Yeah. <laughs> and then she talked about why respect is important to her. One, two, three, four, five, six things. The number two thing on her list was partnership. And there's a bunch of stuff like chemistry, shared responsibilities, finance, home, work. And then the third thing was companionship. So she didn't just make a list, one through whatever. She listed out three things. And then there's like subcategories under respect, partnership, and companionship. That's serious. And then actually I say three. Kids are there too. I mean, kids are a part of that. Absolutely. Companionship. Because our kids are super important. Yeah, I love that. Two of those that she said to me are some of the biggest challenges that a long-term relationship faces. Yeah. Because people become comfortable. You forget that the companionship is something you actually have to be actively engaged in. They can't just sit there and both stare at the TV together and not say a word to each other all night. Right? (sighs) No. Sam? (laughs) (laughs) I'm laughing because that's funny to me, just knowing Sam like we do. That doesn't mean that's Sam. (laughs) No, I didn't say that. He was looking at me. One thing that she has on on here under companionship I thought was really cool is friendship. She Mm. wants a friend. Send me a joke. Buy me a scarf or a snack just because you thought of me. I'll do it all the time, too. Yeah. So it's not just what she wants in a person. It's what she's willing to give, too. So she went in depth. Sweet Candace. And I think she'll probably uh, share this even more with us. We might want to talk to her next week. (laughs) Love you, Candace. When you get a moment today, be sure to like us on Facebook. You'll always know when we go Facebook Live, you know, and you'll get other notifications. All right, Sam, so you've added something, of two or three things to your list of what you're looking for. I know all the ladies are single ladies are wanting to know. <laughs> yeah, they're hot and bothered by this list. Well, originally um, you just had 10, and then you came up with an 11. Yeah, I came up with an 11. 11 was good. So as I'm thinking more and more about this. Okay. These three, though. The new ones. The new ones. I realized that, you know, I should have had these on the original list. Like, she must be self-sufficient financially. Hmm. Because okay. I'm not a sugar daddy or whatever the term is. <laughs> really? No, Thank, Sam, you, okay. <laughs> Thank you, David. Thank you, David. I can honestly say I've never heard anybody call you that, so you're probably yeah, right, no Sam. no worries. You know, Sam, he's a sugar daddy. Uh, 
thing. <laughs> if I'm coming into the re- this relationship, you need to bring it in too. And I don't right. mean I want you to be extremely you, wealthy, but you don't want someone who just wants to be taken care of financially. Right. Got it. Have gotcha. you run into that already? <clears throat> Moving on. Okay. Yeah. Yes, and then this was the stuff that was not found out about till after the fact. So, gotcha. in the past relationships, my okay. eyes are opened, and I shall know this ahead of time. Okay. Now we don't have to do any uh, tax returns or any of that stuff to uh, prove that you're financially independent. But you know, I will kind of get the gist of it based on conversations. Okay. Um, and this is one that this has happened to me in the past over most of my relationships, and it's where I bring my. Um, job into the relationship and that oh, she is going to have so to be true. comfortable with me talking about her yes. here with Murphy, Sam, right. and Jody. Yeah. True. Now, it may sound odd like, well, you're going to put the show over your significant... It's like, no. But there are other people it I've just, had in my past that have had issues and that as much as I tried to explain that I embellish a lot, it's for comedy <laughs> effects, some of the things. Sam's a funny guy. Yeah, don't take offense at it. Right. They never seem to really hit home and sure. so it always was a cause of well, concern and this is kind of a weird career they two blend together now if jody has that issue i just turn around and say hey jody you okay with me talking about this sure i guess <laughs> after the fact right uh and also she does and i don't know why i didn't think of this one the first time but she has to accept all my baggage that there are four x's in my life oh yeah, uh, you just, don't mean luggage you mean baggage. No, no no i got this awesome set that rolls no but gotcha. yeah she's you know it's already understood about the kids but you gotta that accept you will that still be opening that baggage because of the kids yes i nice. will unzip those occasionally <laughs> well thought out sam that is i like that three new on the list Taste of Summer recipes still there for you all summer at murphysamandjody.com. And guess what? I'm going to do the um, best ever steak marinade mm-hmm. this week, but I'm going to do it with like <clears throat> sliced up fajita meat. Ooh. Oh, that sounds good. Hey, this is the marinade that sounds so good, you should call it a marinade. Okay. <clears throat> you keep that saying good. that, but like we're also France. eating it on paper plates. Mm. Okay. <laughs> uh, you mean plates papier. <laughs> That's right, the fine chinette. Speaking of food and eating, my son Jackson has a new obsession, and yes, it, it didn't start out related to food. He okay. this is the Russian food on no no no, no 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 no. He, he had this phase that he went through with electronics, and we got a soldering iron, and he was doing stuff, and he he had a phase where he was going through um, thrift stores. That's what. That's how you find out what your real interests are or not. His new one though is um, military surplus stores. Oh yeah! Oh, that's cool. And he's—I'm sorry, because I actually was into that for a little while too. But go ahead. He's—he's he's had me driving him around to different surplus stores. He found one called Sergeant Surplus. Yeah, dude. <laughs> so what does he buy? Are you talking about yeah, MR- anything? He, he goes in there for anything, but his main focus right now is MREs, which yeah. are meals ready to eat. You yes, know, the, the military packaged food. It's got the heater in there, and you cook the meal and whatever it is. And then somebody that's friends with his mom just gifted him about 20 different MREs. So, <laughs> so he, he's set for summer. You don't even have to feed him, Well, Sam. that's the thing. It, it, he had one of these, and it's like, hey, you ready to go? For, you ready to have dinner? No, I'm just going to eat an MRE. It's like, no, 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 no. That's, that's not how it works. He did share with me, though, the uh, it was the barbecue pork. It was like pulled pork, yeah. tacos, and it had a, a packet of black beans. Wow. I didn't know they were together. that... You know, oh yeah, they had chili mac, like chili with mac and cheese. Uh, they had the sloppy joes. There was one with huh. uh, pork ribs, and they're they're okay for what they're what they're used for. Sure, it's just like he can't make a life on MREs. Some people do and yeah. have, but 
for and a time. He did. Suggest- well, they've come a long way. It's not like it's you know chip beef on um, yeah toast. Toast. Mm. That's what my grandmother always talked about in World War II, which yeah. they called something else, by the way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, the rations. We, we got gotcha. you. The toast was referred to as a shingle. Yeah, got it. They, he did suggest one good thing, which I did. I took one of. He he gave me one of them, and I took it because yes, he said he suggested that you put it in the trunk in case there's ever an emergency. Right. Uh, an audi- an auto emergency. Yeah. Yes. So you guys what, can go. What you have, so what do you have in the trunk? I, uh, know. I got what the uh, chili mac. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. With chiclets for gum afterwards. <laughs> Woo! You know, you guys could go camping. Yeah. With the stuff. No, that's okay. Sam, we have to tell you about our perfect day Saturday. Perfect day? Well, okay, okay. I don't know if it was perfect. We, it was actually the, the day where we, for real, disconnected from family chores and other things that you would normally kind of pile up into the weekend. Yeah, right. we nice. didn't plan, and this is why to me it's perfect. Of course, nothing's perfect, but. It's one of those family days where you don't really plan anything, mm-hmm. but you end up having such a lovely time, right. and all the ride cards fell into place. Okay, so our oldest, Taylor, were, had to work at the movie theater, right. so it was just Murphy, me, and Phoebe, our youngest, for the first part of the day. So we decided to get in the car and go do some stuff with her just that she wanted to do. Y'all did estate and sales was, and stuff? It was nice. Yeah, stuff like that. Uh-huh. And then, her favorite, we took her for a cappuccino. Ooh. She loves cappuccino. At a specific place. Mm-hmm. Well, her version of the cappuccino is one of the most sweetened up things you'll ever taste. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's Once she gets it and the foam is on top, she takes it over to the counter and Phoebe's it up. Yeah. And makes it, you know, sweeter. And But she loves it. And then we just sit there and talk. And it's just lovely. You, you say, hey, you want to get, get a cappuccino to her? And she, her eyes light up. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so we did that. And that was lovely. And then she goes to a friend's house. Murphy and I have a dinner date, Mm -hmm. and then we walk the dogs. It's nice. And then Taylor comes home. She's 16 from the theater, but she's a teenager. It's 9 p.m. She's wide awake. Mm -hmm. And we're like, (laughs) this is our opportunity. We spent a lot of time with Phoebe today one-on-one. We thought this is our opportunity to spend time with just Taylor one-on-one. And it was fabulous. And she reminded us that there was a movie we we told her that she could watch with us. Yeah. you know, it was, I think, rated R for language, but oh, she's yeah, also... Oh, yeah, a lot of it, but... Yeah, yeah. there is. But um, she loved it, and it's a movie we all love. Murphy, you want to tell him? Yeah, Sam, it was Chef. Uh, We're going to cook like this. Awesome. Being by the most important critic in the city. Now, suddenly, you're going to be an artist. Well, be an artist on your own time. It's my restaurant. The kitchen uh, is my huge domain. cast. John yeah. Favreau and Dustin Hoffman and Scarlett Johansson and Sofia Vergara. And it's a great story of a chef at a very difficult, pivotal time in his life. Yeah. How did she like it? She loved the food awesome. and the music. Now, she wants to go all these places. She wanted to get in the kitchen right afterwards. She wants to eat in the food truck. Oh, yeah. You know, all that stuff. Yep. No, no, no. Actually, she wanted a grilled cheese sandwich. Uh, uh-huh. Right after. See, has the same effect on everybody. And rightly so. So take us along in your car with you. We want to know what you and the family do if you play road trip games in the car because it's that time of the year, baby. 877-310-4MSJ. How are you, Lauren? I'm great. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for having a show that a family can actually listen to in the car in the morning. Oh. My little girl loves you guys I do. So Good. Thank you. Thank you for you. saying that. That's the goal. Yeah. So I want to share some games that we play in the car, not only when we're traveling, but sometimes just to a restaurant. Right. <laughs> um, we call it Guess What I'm Thinking Of. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so <laughs> person, whoever goes first, you choose a category, maybe ice cream, restaurants, um, right. stores, whatever. And, um, you know, each person takes a turn and you have to guess 
what it is. Right. Um, so she loves that one. And then the next one that we play is a spin on the ABC game. Did you guys play ABC with billboards growing up or signs? I never did. Okay. Well, my brother and I used to play, when you would drive past the signs, you would try to put them in order of ABC. Right. Um, Which we put that still sometimes, but then we also play the ABC game with categories. So maybe it's, again, animals or restaurants or celebrity names or whatever. Yeah. Um, and each person has to guess, you know, something relevant to that category in alphabetical order. So those are our games. That's fun. Yeah. I remember those doing those the- type of games when our girls were little. I should bring yes. them back. Yes. I should um, totally bring them back. It's so easy, I think, mm-hmm. to give them a phone sometimes. Yeah. There's just always so much more laughter. And often it leads to, you know, someone getting stuck on a letter. And mm-hmm. we have to explore together and really yeah. you know, think hard or get creative or make up a silly animal because there's not one. <laughs> right. That, you know, yeah, it's human um, interaction. Yeah, and they crave that, Lauren. They crave human interaction. They need more of it. Yes. That is a much better game than we used to play as kids, which is, what, you know, where our, our dad would see how long we could go before we had to absolutely stop for the bathroom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we oh, call that it. one We call that it. one the exit game. We can make a couple more. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 877-310-4MSJ. Let us know about your road trip games. Carla, you're next. 877-310-4675 to jump into the conversation anytime. We love to hear from you. Uh, we want to hear about your road trip games. Hello, Carla. Good morning. Um, when I was young, my cousins and I, we used to take trips, and it, um, we would look at license plates. It was always about the last three numbers of the license plate. Uh-huh. And the first number you had to, like if it was a one or a five or whatever, mm-hmm. that's how many animals you had to name. <laughs> Uh. And the second number, wow. the second number was you had to give the month, uh, whatever month of the year it was. Like say it was a five, you'd have to say May. May. Yeah. If it was a zero, everybody in the car would the car would just yell goose egg. Huh. Huh. And Man. then on the third one was how many things you had to tell about yourself. It was really cool because um, we got to know so many really neat things about each other just because of yeah. the things that we had to. Yeah. Did everybody do this for, for every license plate, or did y'all, like, one person would take a plate, the next person would take the next plate? We, that's how we would do it. Nice. One would take one, one would take the next. There's a real difference in that kind of activity and then just getting in a car oh, yeah. and looking at a device. I mean, there's something to be said oh, for what it does for your brain. I'm all for hands-free and kids putting devices down as much as possible. Ugh. Well, I remember my cousin um, divulging to everybody who we all thought she was just, you know, the one that had it all together. Mm-hmm. And when it came to the one where she has to tell about herself, she goes, I'm really afraid of the dark. Mm. And everybody just was like, what? And so that sparked this really cool conversation from yeah. everybody of, you know, what they do to handle things that they're afraid of. So, I mean, it was like therapy. It was just good. It was good for discussion and it was good for to pass the time. She probably needed to get that off of her chest with people she trusted. And of course, you turned the light off next time she was in the room alone, right? Uh, (laughs) The brother hit around the corner or something, you know, over Uh, (laughs) You're a mess. Anyway, I just wanted to share. Y'all think about it. Carla, you're the best. I I think I might like yours just about the best. (laughs) 
have, well, good. Have a great day. Y'all have a wonderful day. Thank you. We appreciate the share on that. And you know, the funny thing is, Jody, when you're talking about putting on screens, you know, those screens don't make memories. That's the kind of stuff that lasts, oh. right? Whoa. It's the interaction. It's the, I mean, that's Whoa. what a vacation's about. You want to be able to talk about it forever. Quote of the day. Screens don't make memories. 877-310-4MSJ to give us a call. Okay, Sam, what's this about somebody stealing your identity? Man, ouch. I got an email from a certain vendor who will go unnamed that my laptop came in. And uh, it was a. Uh, did you order a laptop? And the first thing I did was, well, Murphy, you'll be proud to p- proud to know. The first thing I thought was, this is phishing, because it was all you know, perf- oh. perfect logo, perfect everything, right? Yeah. All the proper links that I didn't click on, and I thought, hmm, so somebody's you didn't trust phishing, it. Okay. right? So I went. First thing I did was uh, dialed into my my bank uh, site, right, and checked, and sure enough. There was a charge on there for six hundred bucks. Whoa! Did really? Did not come from me. Okay. So I wound up calling the bank, and they're like, "Yep, yeah, looks like we got it here." And they, I'm so now I have to go through the cancel your card, wait five to ten days for a new card in the mail. So it was charged to your debit card. Yeah, it was charged to my debit card. Wow. And so now I've got to wait for a debit card because I don't I don't carry a credit That's card. That's scary. Wait, wait, wait. Somebody has or, or had your debit card information. All the information. And but they only bought a laptop? And they bought a laptop. It what? was a pretty nice laptop. It had a terabyte and everything. Can I know. ask a dumb question? <laughs> <laughs> Can I ask a dumb question? Yeah. If somebody has that information, why don't they just... Go, go all out and just clean out your account. I don't understand the hop, skip, and jumpiness of it. I don't know. The last time I had my cards physically stolen, somebody went to a grocery store and bought about bought about a hundred dollars worth of food. I mean, um, and that's usually what winds up happening. Yeah. They hit multiple places right. real so fast. Small charges. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right. Producer Bailey's got his hand up. You know oh. something about this? Oh yeah. I was going to say if you if you're going out and buying a lot of high ticket items, that's going to get you flagged real quick by the bank. But okay. if you're if you're you know, stopping at convenience stores here and there, yeah, yeah. it's a trick to it. Yeah. yeah, well, you've done this before, Bailey. Oh, I can't say that. <laughs> well, the way that they are able to try the security algorithm, you know, the word algorithm seems to be the word of the century, right? Yeah. yeah. But I mean, they they know that you know if if something happens in cities that are way too far apart for you to get to, or mm-hmm. rapid purchases, or anything out of the ordinary, it's immediately you know flagged by a computer system now. Nah. But you know the the thing is. That's why I really don't use my debit card for anything that I don't have to because mm-hmm. it comes straight out of your bank account until Aww. the bank covers that. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. It's why, and, and plus, the credit cards always typically give you that protection. Right. You know what I mean? That Whether Aww. it's Visa, MasterCard, Amex, or whatever it is. They so, had everything. Extra layer. They had my name. They had my address. They had the card number. Did they really? Yeah, and I do not. That card stays in my wallet. It doesn't go anywhere. So I wonder if you get skimmed at a gas station or something. Actually, you give it to me sometimes because I get coffee for uh-huh. you. Aha! Well, see, we found the source then. All right. <laughs> Say hello to us on Facebook when you get a chance today. We'd love to hear from you. And uh, when you like our page, you'll always get notifications when we go Facebook Live, new posts, and all those things so we can keep up with each other all day long. Okay, isn't it true? And we're going to try to figure out why. Isn't it true that your kids will say, hey, this is so good, or they tried something new at a friend's house and it's better there? Yeah. Well, I don't know what uh, that is, but I feel like I remember being I, that way when I was a yeah, kid as well. Yeah, I was going to well. say, I know this firsthand because I did it to my parents. Right. When I would go to visit a friend, I'd come back and say the, the way that their mom or dad fixed this was, they had this in it, and I would, and I would just go on and on, Right. And so I could see my parents' face was like, mm-hmm. So, Sam, how would your mom react to that? 
Uh, well, first they get the snide. Well, maybe you should go live over there. Right. Well, I can hear her saying that. Are That's you right. kidding me? That is the line. Yeah. Well, maybe See, you, you should get, go back. Get him to give you a key. Like, okay, red beans and rice. We right, had it every week, and I went to a friend's house, and they put ketchup in their red beans and rice. Mm, I do that. The first time I had that, it was like, this is this is why weren't we doing this? Mm-hmm. And, oh. that, and that's the thing. You don't realize For, when you're a kid that that might not go over well at home. Yeah. You're not thinking like that. I had a lot of friends, you know, homes that were like that, but I had some that weren't. I mean, I literally went and spent the night in one place that were probably the worst scrambled eggs I had ever had in my life. <laughs> well, that's you, Murphy, then. You know, You're a critic. The thing is, you know, if you slightly overcook the yolk, it starts to create that smell. And it was yeah. all, I mean, they were, yeah. it was not good. Okay, well, our Phoebe um, loves to hang out and spend time with her best friend, Cassidy, and spends the night over there a lot. And we've made smoothies and, and breakfast shakes, and Murphy makes protein shakes all the time. And I keep hearing about this awesome protein shake at Cassidy's house especially loving it for breakfast so i finally just asked my friend cassidy's mom i'm like okay what's in what's in your protein shake so i can try to recreate the magic at home Mm -hmm. Her, her her message back to me is just frozen yogurt chocolate carnation instant breakfast powder and milk Mm. That doesn't seem like anything knocking down the doors, but right. it's apparently golden over there. Yeah. So maybe we'll try to whip that out. It's quick because it's people. something new. It's, it's not the way you do it. So therefore, it's like, oh, wow, this is so good. I know. Did you ever think the food at your grandmother's house was better than your parents' house, too? Absolutely. But that's also yeah. part of the experience of being at grandmother's house. And, you know... You're just you're just golden there. Yeah. yeah. See, my grandmother's breakfast was the best. When you'd wake up to that, mm. and she, I mean, she was old school, so she got up and she do, would do breakfast before anybody was up, and that's yeah. what you woke up to. Smell yeah. of bacon and eggs. and uh. I think we can't take it personally as parents. It's no. just the way it is. And you, would you rather, you'd rather them, ex, you know, enjoy it Hey, anyway. it brings a new idea into my house, too. Totally. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Guys, this fall is going to be insane at the box office. I'm so excited wow. about Bohemian Rhapsody coming. Mm-hmm. Don't even get me the started Queen on... The biopic? Yeah. Or uh, the Eddie Mercury biopic specifically, right? right? specifically. And then, oh my gosh, A Star is Born with Did um, you say Brad- Eddie Mercury? <laughs> oh, did I? I meant Freddie if I said Eddie. I was trying to figure out who Eddie Mercury is. That his his long-lost brother, Eddie. Eddie. No, Freddie Mercury. Eddie Mercury would have been a great <laughs> SNL character for Eddie Murphy to have done. <laughs> I'm True. feeling that right now. Anyway, I'm also excited about The Star is Born with Bradley yeah. Cooper and Lady Gaga. Yeah. And um, in October, we're going to get First Man, which is the Neil Armstrong story. Right. And it's Ryan Gosling playing Neil, Neil Armstrong, him teaming back up with the director from La La Land. Here's a little listen. We need to fail down here so we don't fail up there. This isn't just another trip, Neil. You're not just going to work. Do you think you're coming back? There are risks, but we have every intention of coming back. So I'm sitting in here watching this early this morning, and what is Eeyore doing, Sam? Shaking your head. What's it's, wrong? It looks great. Uh, okay, we've seen the Freddie Mercury biopic, and it looks like Freddie, Freddie Mercury. Mercury. And we saw the Ray Charles biopic, and it looked like Ray Charles. This is Ryan Gosling with no attempt to look like Neil Armstrong. But does it matter, though? It's just yeah. he's very pretty. He looks pretty. like the guy from The Notebook. Yeah. As long as he's not breaking into song and singing, you know, going to the moon. No, see, maybe because the, a lot of the public they're not um, space buffs like right. you are, and they don't know what Neil Armstrong looked now, like. I'm still going to go see this one because I because of the fact that I am a space buff. Right. I want to hear some of the story that I don't know. Looks like you're there in that time. Yeah.
If um, Neil Armstrong were still alive, he would approve, I think. Yeah. Boom. Okay. Wouldn't, and, you, wouldn't you want somebody like Ryan Gosling being your guy? Yeah, if, was, if, was that is that awesome? So we're going to get Ryan, Ryan Gosling. That's a compliment. And by the way, Murphy, Claire Foy plays his wife in this movie. That was her See, that you heard. The Queen. Uh-huh. That's right. From the Crown, Sam. Right. And, this is a couple. That's a power couple right there. And Kyle Chandler's in it. You know how I love that man. Not just from Friday Night Lights, play? from Bloodline. Uh, he's an astronaut also. He does. Yeah, he's one of the NASA people. He was. He had a chalkboard and he was drawing lines. We can't make it to the moon. <laughs> so first man, if you can get over, hey girl, it's Ryan Gosling, like Sam can't, <laughs> uh, at the box office October 12th. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. Sam, uh, there's going to be a visitor that Jody and I will have hosting at Yay. the house. Yeah, house, yeah. A foreign yeah. exchange student? No, no, not that. But we uh, there's a problem. We too. We've encountered a problem before this guest has even arrived. Mm. Man, this, you're going to love this, Sam. This you're going right to laugh all the way home <laughs> for that. Um, first, as we start today, I want to bring up something that's been bothering me a little bit. Um, I want to ask producer Bailey. Okay. Um. I have noticed over a long period of time that you've been with us, mm-hmm. and I just wanted to, what do you call it? Talk about the elephant in the room or whatever? I didn't know there was an elephant in the room. I don't see an elephant. Whatever. You know I'm what looking. I'm talking about. Uh-huh. We've never talked about the fact that, in, in, am I reading you wrong, or are you not a morning person? <laughs> like, <laughs> No, you, I'm, not quite, I'm not quite a morning person. When you first arrive, you know me, I'm always like, hey, let's do this, and hey, good yeah. morning, and hey, can you... and. I can tell that you're just not there. Yeah. I I I would say probably for my entire life I have the morning has been my least favorite part of the day. Oh, I'm it's, so really? sorry. Yeah. It's just it, it, it's tough for me to get started, but I'm once I'm an hour and 15 minutes yeah. into it, I'm not a pop up and get out, but the funny thing is <laughs> Sam is definitely not a morning person, yeah. as you know. We've worked with Sam for 20 years. Am I the only morning person here? Well, there's something about you, Jody. Um I don't know anybody else like you in the morning. What's that mean? That what you just said—that you're a pop up and go. You're up and you're happy. You yeah, are. Yeah, I mean, you're just like as soon as your feet hit the ground, it's. Well, you think that that's not true. But I don't. But you're up and you're on pretty fast. It takes me on my best days. You know, I, I got to get a 30-minute running start for me yeah. to be me, mm-hmm. you know? Okay. I'm in Bailey, a fog. Well, then tell me the time. I know what time you walk in. <laughs> yeah. Tell me how much time I need to give you before I start going, hey, can, can you do we, this? Can we do this? I think I think it would probably take me about, you know, uh, a cup and a half of coffee. Oh, so, you know, so it's well, measured in coffee. Bad. Now you're talking. Yeah. It's better than saying wait until 10 a.m. Yeah, look, <laughs> okay. there's a on the inside of my coffee, we'll probably post this online, there's okay. a sad face to happy face. Yeah. Oh. As the as the drink gets lower, I get happier. Happy face, totally. Okay, I feel you on that, and I'm sorry that you're not a morning person. We will we will help. Okay. okay. Uh, you know, this week we were talking about how I got my identity taken away, my debit card. Yes, Sam. Information got swiped, and somebody bought something in my name online. A big something. A really nice laptop. Yeah, a nice laptop (laughs) that I really would like. I have to at least give them that credit, you know. Uh, And Murphy, you had mentioned. a new thing that you have heard going around where even if you have the chip on your card that the the bad guys are getting you know, inventive and they're actually able to scam the the, the, the chips. Well, n- not the chips, but the the swipes. The swipes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, 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 it's the swiping machine. The, the chip is still a pretty tough nut to crack, although I'm right. sure there are criminals are working on it. You know? Well, I am here to tell you they've figured it out. 
That's how they did it? Coincidentally, I saw a story from the Better Business Bureau. They're warning everybody about a new thing called shimming. Okay. Not, not skimming, shimming. Okay. And what they do is it's about a it's as thin as a card, and they slip it in the card reader there so that it can it's sitting on top. It, it it's inside, so okay. you can read whatever is on the card. Whoa. Now, if you take your card and you slide it in, you know, for a chip, for and, you find, and you find it, hmm, this sure is tight. It sure is thick. They're saying that's the number one uh, giveaway. If you slide it in there and it feels too tight. tight to get in, it's possible that somebody put the shimming card in there. But is the it, whole card has to be covered for that to happen. Yes. What okay. do you mean covered? The whole card have to, well, has to be covered. So without getting too technical, the chip reader that you're do- using at most retail outlets where they've converted and your card doesn't go all the way in, right. it's yeah. just enough to read the chip. I don't think that what you're talking about is that. But what they're sticking inside of like gas pumps and those things where your card goes all, all the way, way in, in. Mm-hmm. I think is what wow. that they're referring and to. And it's a paper thin card size Can you device. go back in your memory right. to when you put your card all the way it, in? When I read this, I started thinking, okay, sure. stick it in somewhere where it was... Tight but you don't think about it. No, I don't. Okay. But that's and, and that you know what? That's what the cashier was telling me yesterday. Remember I was telling you about the yeah. cashier that was talking about something small that could be put inside? Mm-hmm. That That is it. And that's crazy. Aren't you glad, though, you at least found out how it happened? Yeah. And and I'm glad you told me because you know I'm going to be one not only shaking the uh, the slot now I'm also going to be is this thing magnifying too tight? glass and, flashlights and I know you Murphy you're going to share it with everybody too. Hey, watch out that you don't get shimmed. That's right. <laughs> Murphy and I um, started binging at home something that we're late to the game on, but we thought we'd do something light, and it's this odd little show called Arrested Development. Yeah, and uh, I know where Jody's about to go with this because we're in episode two, <laughs> and I think it's getting lost on Jody already. <laughs> Mainly because Not getting of, lost, but, you but know, most people who are Arrested Development's fans know this episode was a big one. Michael. Why didn't you tell me that? How much clearer can I say there's always money in the banana stand? Because he burned down the banana stand, which had a $250,000 line in the walls. You know? Which, by the way, did not tell you that? When the dad, Murphy, did not tell you before the thing got burned, I'm like, that's where the money is. He oh, means yeah, that, that it's there. Yeah. He doesn't mean the business. He means it's in the yeah. in there. When he says there's money in the banana yeah. stand, he doesn't mean potential. I told, he means I told Murphy, like, he's, He means that's where the money's hidden. Yeah. But anyway... It's so odd. It's very quirky. And I'm watching it at night when I'm tired. I don't know if this is for me. You know why? 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 Well, I think the humor, it's not totally this, but it kind of points in that direction of Airplane, which was Uh, not one of your favorite movies of all time either. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. I know that's hard for you. Got to go to the hospital. What's that? It's a brick building with patients. But that's that's not not important important right now. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. It's more guy humor, I guess, or just not me. You guys know me well. Should I, Sam? Producer Bailey, you know me too. Should Should we stick with it? I say yes. Okay. I mean, but that's my opinion. Sure. Yeah, okay, from Bailey, a personal opinion, I'd say yes, but knowing that you're already upset after the second I'm episode. I'm not upset. It's just, uh, it, it's okay. Gonna, it's going to be more of that, It's just so oddball. Mm-hmm. It's I'm not be, sure that's for me. It's going to be more and more oddball. It's yeah. not just straightforward ha-ha jokes. But yeah. here's the deal. Here's the kicker. I want you to enjoy it and laugh and love it, Murphy, but I may not be right there with you every time. I just, right. I almost would rather watch another episode of Game of Thrones or something sometime. Well, let's, try, just... let's try one more before you throw in the towel. You know, otherwise we'll break out this movie. Can you fly this plane and oh, land stop. it? stop. <laughs> Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't, don't call, call me, me Shirley. Shirley. Call me if you do, because I want to come over. <laughs> <laughs> 
Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Oh my gosh, I love Chris Pratt. Evacuate the island. <laughs> Jurassic. She's a highly intelligent animal. World, Fallen Kingdom. Uh, lots going on for him. He's been so busy working that he's not dated publicly yet since his divorce. But oh yes, on Sunday, he was spotted out with Katherine Schwarzenegger. I recognize that last name. The 28-year-old daughter of Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm. He picked her up, took her out for a picnic in Santa Barbara. They drove up the coast, full-fledged date. Um, By the way, she is an interior designer and a lifestyle blogger, and now she is dating, or went on a date with Chris Pratt. So when he Uh, dropped her off uh, back at the house, did he say, I'll be back? Probably. I'm sure he made that joke, Sam. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. The uh, sunset that happened last night, um, one of the girls said it looked like a Bob Ross sunset. And I thought about that. I'm like, walking the dog. It does. This doesn't look real. It looks like it's on a canvas. Painted a little sunset right Uh, there. Happy tree right there. Yes. So nice. That's our favorite time of night, of, of the day. Is at sunset we walk the dogs. Yeah, as a family, just I don't know why it just hit me. You know, like that. I appreciate that. You know, that's what I tell the girls twice a day. There's just something beautiful as long as it's not cloudy, (laughs) right? There's something beautiful that you can enjoy. Start and end the day. Sunrise and sunset. Uh, Here's a fond memory I found today for on Facebook. What is that, Sam? Uh, Nine years ago today, my Facebook memory was at my dad's funeral. Mm. Oh, really? Mm. Yeah. And it was a caption that popped up. Me sitting there, and it says, "I came, I spoke, I cried." Yeah, because <clears throat> remember I spoke at the funeral, Jody. You don't remember because you weren't there, right? Remember, uh, how long? I knew it was going to take thirty seconds for well, you to mention. It's not, it's not her fault. She was in Disney World. Remember? Yeah, representing Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Throw up the air speaking. quotes. A business meeting. It was a business <laughs> trip. Yeah. It actually was a business trip. Jody, you know, was in Disney World. Me and you, Sam were at his dad's wedding. Funeral. I mean, I mean funeral. funeral. Oh. I've told you this for nine years, or at least for eight years. Nine. When I realized. Nine, according to this. When when I realized, you always go to the funeral. That's a lesson in life to me that I've learned. Thank you, Sam. Even when Mickey's calling? Yes. I didn't. I mean, we had already scheduled that. Oh, here we go. There's an excuse. Let me me recap this for you, Jody. It was really a beautiful occasion. I know. Sam, you know, did, did that perfect blend of sentiment and humor. And I would then, have of course, loved to have heard and, it. But he did, because, you know, Sam freaked everybody out when he was walking back with the urn, which was a box, because he did a little his fake, his fake trip thing he does, like he yeah. was going to drop that. Yeah. And you could see that some of the older people in the crowd were, like, mortified. They didn't <laughs> know to expect that. that from you. And the Facebook memory even has a little comment from you, Murphy, about the uh, the trip. Oh, does it? Yeah, yeah, the trip yeah, gag. Yeah. Well, mm. you know, everybody was so proud of you. And I think I called you that day to check on you, and I oh. sent you special things. <laughs> Honorable mention for Jody. <laughs> you did. Well, uh, just so you know. Uh, yeah, Jody. Yeah, this is me. Yeah, he's still dead, but but thanks for calling. Just so you know, I believe in that now, that I'm, it was a mistake yeah. that I didn't cancel my trip and go. And we so, know, but we're, we did have the discussion in fairness and in advance, and even Sam said, yes, you can go ahead and go. So hey, you but, can hold it over my head for the rest of your life. And Fun you know, this way. Yeah. Wonderful celebration of life. Should have been there, Jody. <laughs> Jody's got a little techno update for us, Sam. Technology <laughs> update. Wait, How you like did that? you say Jody? Yeah. <laughs> no. Why do you want to do that? I don't I'm not interested in technology like you are, but I can read. Uh-huh. Of course you can. And I think it's interesting that Apple is developing a crumb resistant keyboard. Isn't yeah. it the grossest thing ever when you turn your keyboard over and you find what falls out of it? Blah. 
That's nasty. It's well, gross. you know, for a little while, and I don't know if they still sell these. Somebody sent, sold these kind of silicone rubber keyboards. Yeah, they didn't I have love holes. Those. They didn't, they have, didn't holes have holes, and yeah. you could just wipe those babies off, and you know, and I roll them up. One of those ladies. Why don't roll we roll have... them up and stick them in your pocket. Yeah, yeah. why don't we have those? I thought that was going to take over because <laughs> they broke. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we were too I don't rough think they're broadcast them. grade. Oh, okay. remember what it was? The letters wore off. Oh, maybe. Oh yeah. And you know what? Of Losers. all the years on a keyboard, I still don't know where to find the H. Uh, you kind of can feel it with your fingers. But anyway, okay. <clears throat> a new idea. The new idea is that there's something that releases air with each keystroke, blasting the crumbs away as you type. Huh. So it can't settle down in there. When you type, there's a little membrane or something that goes... <laughs> poof, poof, well, I guess right. that's fine as long as it doesn't hit you in the eye when it's in the yeah. process, right? It's a micro oh, if, if they can create that or invent that, then they should create a sound that goes with it, too. <laughs> that while you type, you're like, <laughs> just Apple's working on it. Hey, when you get a chance today, like us on Facebook. That way you'll get a notification whenever we go Facebook Live, new posts, and all that fun stuff. And you can uh, follow us on Instagram, too. Okay, what's this, Sam, that some of your friends have recently done on social media that upset you? No, 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 it didn't upset me. It actually made me... I think it's oh, a good thing. Good. I think it's a good thing. Um, oh, it's an upsetting subject, though. Okay, Hollywood. Whenever some big name couples get divorced, sometimes they put out the joint statement that you know we're yes, splitting as friends and no big deal. We're still going to love our kid, and they kind of get ahead of everything, so that there's none of the gossip. They try that to, going yes. On. Well, I guess you have to because otherwise paparazzi is going to be all up uh, in your business. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, I've had two couples that I'm friends with on Facebook uh, in the past month do the same thing. And oh, one of them posted that, statement. you know, we want to get the same thing. We want to get ahead of the gossip and it's time to put it out there. And they put it out there as a joint statement just to let everybody wow. know huh. that after X number of years of being together in marriage, it's just time for us to go our separate ways. And there's no animosity between us. Sure. Uh, we're still here about the kids. We're still going to support each other. We're still best friends. Neither one of us saying bad things about the other. On, nice. Uh, you know, okay. usually there's a line about, you know, unfortunately, people grow apart, you know, know we'll so like somebody almost wrote it but yeah, yeah. Um, but i kind of I, I hate to number one i hate to see it end those those marriages but on the other hand it's kind of nice to have it out there so that nonsense doesn't get all started sure behind their guest diffuses the situation like, right you can't take and run with that if both co- if both of the people have already said here's what it is mm-hmm. I mean, what do you think of that um it's so funny I've never thought about it because yeah. I haven't had that happen with people in my friend circle yet but I guess it's certainly their right to communicate something like that the yeah. way they want to yeah. um, or is it a it's private thing it's that... so, it is very private mm-hmm. it is very private mm. I, I, I think it just again it depends on the person if they really if you've got a lot of friends and you want them to know and instead of it becoming the oh my god I didn't know and all that you mm-hmm. just I would put probably it out be there. at war with myself about it because part of me would want everybody to know all is well I am fine this is a joint decision boom yeah right but I don't think that I would want to use that for it right you mean uh, let everybody know, but more in more of a private way. So you would right. rather send out a formal press release <laughs> <laughs> with a contact? No, and Are you working on one of those? <laughs> For questions, please call. <laughs> well, maybe it's a new trend, Sam. We've yeah. got a two friends, two yeah. marriages. Mm-hmm. And I, by the way, I did reach out to both and like you know nice. my, my thoughts are with you. Oh, Sorry nice. to hear this happened. If you need me for anything, let me know. That's really and one of them. I threw a joke in, but I don't want to share it. That's fine. We know you. Hey, you know what? Let us know if you've seen this or if it's happening or maybe you have done it. 877 310 4MSJ. 
Okay, Sam, so you had a couple of friends, different couples. A couple of couples. Break up. Do, plan, uh, announcing their divorce and they did it on social media well, they announced and you it on, liked it. They announced it on social media kind of, I guess, to get ahead of the gossip and the rumors. He said, and, she said. And to say, hey, look, we're doing this amicably. It's almost like a Hollywood one. We're doing it amicably. The like kids press are still here. We're still good friends. Yeah, they didn't post, hey, it's going to be in the rearview mirror. Done yeah. with this. Yeah, <laughs> Nobody throwing anybody well, wait, under so the bus. Some people do that, too. It's very If nasty. I could really tell you why we're doing this, I would, but... <laughs> Candace has a thought on that. Eight seven seven three one zero four MSJ. Hey, Candace. Hey, good morning. Good morning. So, have you seen this? What do you think of it? I saw it a few months ago, and a good friend of mine uh, that I've known for a really long time posted something similar. And once I started reading it, it was kind of like, "What is this?" <laughs> you know, it was, yeah. you know, I was kind of taken aback. It was very respectful. It was very much like Sam was saying. You know, this is what we've decided. We've been together a long time. It's a sad thing, but this is what we, you know, we want to be respectful to everyone involved. Both people probably approved it, right? Yeah, it was signed by both. Mm -hmm. Right, okay. It really worked, you know. So how did, did you like it or did it feel weird to you as a friend? Uh, Well, I was, like I said, I was kind of surprised at first, but I really, I respected the sentiment, you know, the, the fact that it was very, respectful and open like these are the hollywood statements like you guys were saying that they kind of put out together and just yeah. saying we want to do what's best for our family they kind of have and, to you know you don't think they were padding it for legal reasons huh <laughs> to make it look good <laughs> maybe uh, make sure if this ends up on the <laughs> look screenshot this <laughs> for the judge you, you once posted on facebook maybe you should now, have done some of that too. okay i don't know if i would post something like that on like a, a facebook or on social media or something like for that you personally I, yeah yeah, and I think people just have kind of a different line of what they feel comfortable sharing and not on yeah. social media. And I have a lot of, like, I have former students and things like that on my Facebook. And I don't, I don't think that's something I would necessarily share right. with See, everyone. So if I did, I think I would do maybe a, a personal message, maybe on Messenger yeah. for close people in my life and just kind of keep it a little more personal. But I think even in that instance, it should be mutual. I think, yeah. you know, my person my partner whoever would have to kind of agree i don't think i would do that without i'm with uh, you you know what i mean i even even if there was agreement i'm not sure i would do that publicly it's kind of like that in certain medical conditions i don't really want to push out there you know what i mean yeah Yeah. tmi is is a real thing yeah yeah tmi with your medical and your Uh, marriage uh. Uh thank you candace that's true absolutely jump in anytime 877-310-4msj Jody, do you think we need to come up with a song for our phone number? You know, because it's always no. easy to remember with a song. Well, I'm not that person that I can't write. But here's the number to jump in, to leave us a voicemail, even to text 877-310-4MSJ.